the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. Down. Right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. And up. with me is, uh, yeah, that way. <laughs> Opposite. Hey, it is. Um, Mike LaPlante. Uh, AJ unfortunately cannot make it tonight. Some stuff came up. Kids were sick. We get it. Uh, but uh, we got to get things rolling and bringing in the producer. It's usually behind the mic running things for us, but uh, he's here usually, helping me co-host. Usually it's Mike in the clouds. No. <laughs> well, in, in more ways than one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You set yourself up for that one. All right, fair All right so tonight we've got uh, the Some Ravens fun. and Buccaneers on Thursday Night Football. Uh, 10 to 3 halftime. Let's be honest, man. Like, if we were coming into this, we saw this game on Thursday night. We were thinking, you know, before the season started, you were thinking, oh, this Fire one will works. be fun. This was not fun anymore. Like the Ravens have struggled lately. Lately, right? Uh, the Bucks have definitely been struggling lately. We'll get to those a little later. Um, but we will. Uh, we will. We will start here tonight talking about some. Trades that went down with James Robinson and Kadarius Tony. We got the injury news, unfortunately, with Jamar Chase. We're going to talk about those struggling offenses that we weren't really expecting to be struggling, and so kind of what to do with them. Go through the rankings and then the injuries, and call it a night. So, before we get into that, though, Mike, we got to remind everybody, man, we got to join these memberships. Uh, we got memberships available. On Fantasy Six Pack, go to fantasysixpack.net slash plans. Guys, you get access to our award-winning rankings. We've got three of our rankers inside the top 30 right now. There are over 200 rankers on Fantasy Pros. Top 30 is amazing. <laughs> if you're superstitious, um, three's the number, guys. Three's right? the number. <laughs> um, you get our DFS projections, tools, you get our betting advice. You get all the other DFS advice behind the paywall there. Best of all, you get access directly to me, to Mike, to AJ, to Dave, to Mark, to Preston, to Keith, to everybody, all of us at Fantasy Six Pack on our Discord server. Uh, I, I've had a couple of guys recently reach out to me and they were like, guys, this is by far the most value I've ever gotten out of a fantasy website on this discord server. No lie. I will, I will show you the quote by a screenshot. If you do not believe me, it has come to me. It is amazing. Like, Picture cause we just happen. sit there on, cause look, we ask, we don't know everything, right? You know, we have our own decisions to make. So we ask ourselves questions on discord so we go out there we just start asking the questions yeah. that we have and we start getting answers from other guys 
you know, our I mean, our own staff writers. And so I, uh, I asked the question, we just had tons uh, of conversations on this Discord server within, our, within ourselves. So you're learning just from our own processes there. And then you can ask your own questions, that kind of stuff. It is unbelievable. Like I, I love having these conversations and I really love it when the members, you guys, the fans, the readers write your questions in and have conversations with us. I've been talking to these guys for years on Slack. I'm, I'm done with them. I want to talk to you guys. <laughs> Trust me, you're um, not the only one who's sick of me. I know. Uh, all right, man. So we're going to get into our beer of the week. Mm, beer. So, Mike, you're not drinking a beer tonight, but you are drinking. What you got? I got myself a beautiful wild Pepsi cherry. With about two shots of uh, Bacardi rum in there. Solid work, man. It's pretty tasty. That, that feels like that feels like college, you know, walking on the bus to the to the uh, to the party. You're like, oh, it's just a it's just a coke officer. Yep, exactly. <laughs> just don't smell it. <laughs> or bus driver, whoever. All right, so I'm drinking a uh, right on cue because we're at halftime. True <laughs> respite, halftime haze. So it's a little soccer ball. But, uh, you know, if we were in football, it'd, it'd be football, right? You know, whatever. Football, football, football. We're good. But, uh, yeah, this is a hazy IPA, 7.2%. It's got Citra Incognito, Citra Cryo, and Citra. So lots of Citra. And Citra hops are awesome. I actually only gave it a three and three quarters, though. Uh, it's sort of just that, like, middle ground IPA that they're good. But, you Too know, much I, Citra. I, no, this is no, this is actually <laughs> this is actually good. Like I do it, I've had like an all citra IPA before, and it's like a four and a half if they do it right. Oh wow. Uh believe me, it's good. Citrus citrus one of the best, in my opinion. So uh but yeah, cheers, man. Let's do this. Cheers. All right, man. So we're gonna start off here with these uh these news topics here and uh <laughs> i saw you What's just added one? one you jerk uh baker mayfield and maddie ice benched um so i guess you want to talk about that was you did you add that no that was aj, AJ oh my must gosh have put AJ's that in all right well, let's him. skip it uh, screw that i don't care <laughs> Uh, nobody cares about that. We're going to skip it because I didn't care. So, uh, J-Rob. So, James yep, it, Robinson got here. traded. Which Who's does, the- it's repercussion news. I mean, if you, yeah, you want to. So yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's repercussion news. And it's kind of, you know, reactionary uh, news as well to the Brees Hall injury. Yep. Uh, Jets needed to go out and fill a, fill a spot they needed. They went out and got James Robinson from the Jaguars. Uh, for I believe it was conditional sixth rounder or a fifth. Um, it wasn't a whole lot. I do know. Yeah, that. it was very cheap, very cheap. So, man, I, I'm curious of what your thoughts is because my instant gut reaction is, you know, that that Michael Carter value we all thought he was going to have is now. Yeah. So obviously the you know nobody nobody wants to be excited about Brees Hall going. He was fun to watch, no matter if you had Michael Carter or not on your team. Uh, I have him in a couple spots. Um, I had Brees Hall in a couple spots. So I was kind of, you know, whatever with it. Anyway, Michael Carter, as soon as Brees Hall went down, you were like, here we go. Here we go. And then this is why I drafted what, 12 him hours later, not even, it felt like. 
James Robinson gets traded to the Jets. And you're like, oh, well, what the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, like it, it is a, a pretty massive hit, unfortunately, to Michael Carter's value. I also don't think that they, there's some speculation right away, right, that James Robinson is going to take that Brees Hall role. James Robinson's not that player. Brees Hall was doing everything. Yeah, he was running and catching, and he's all over the place. You know, he's an electric player. James Robinson's not that guy, especially post injury. I think they're going to kind of split the load here. I think what the reason why they did this right is they are five and two. They're a pretty solid team, and Michael Carter alone, I don't think is going to be able to carry the load. And they didn't have anybody worth a damn behind him. So they needed somebody. No. So I think Johnson. what they're going to do is, is, is I think they're going to, you know, split the split the workload. And I and I saw a tweet, you know, from like a beat writer that talked to the coach, and they said they were going to ride the hot hand type of thing. So to me, that just that just screams fifty fifty split. Um, so they'll both be, you know, at best like flex play consideration type players at this point. Um, unless one just kind of takes over, I think that's the best case scenario you can you can expect from this. Um, now on the on the other side of this, like what's going to happen in Jacksonville, right? We all love ETN now. We did even after yes. just Sunday because he just dominated. Now it is clearly all ETN, but you know they're not going to give a hundred percent to ETN. That's just not what they do. Who's Come on, the- Joe? You're breaking my heart. Wonder, is it James Hasty? Jermichael Hasty, or is it Snoop Connor? I mean, he was kind of the uh, preseason darling, Snoop Connor. Um, right? That was what all the beat reporters were writing up about, that he was going to be the third stringer behind ETN and Robinson. So I, I lean more of them, uh, more Snoop Connor right off the bat. Um, yeah, I do too, actually. He's a veteran. He's a veteran. So, I mean, he can easily take the job if Snoop Connor doesn't perform. I mean, Hasty seems like a, a gadget guy. Like you know, he's sort of like he yeah. can line up receiver, do running back stuff. So yeah, uh, he'll get his. But it's I worth a kinda... speculative. It's worth a roster spot just because you know Etienne's it, injury history. It, well, and well, I mean, come on, he's had one injury, but uh, yeah, but it's a major injury. It was that's the thing. I think the other one is like. You know, if he keeps fumbling and dropping passes, which he keeps doing, it's like, oh, God, he had, what he had like he another wants... touchdown last week, and he's just like, like I was like, catch the ball. <laughs> so you can do it in college. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I don't get it. All right, man. So next trade here that we have happened today: Kadarius Tony traded from the Giants to the Kansas City Chiefs. Anytime anybody hears. A receiver getting traded to the Chiefs. It's almost like they got traded to the Green Bay Packers. Everybody's like, <gasps> overreaction time. All right. So, but let, let, let's let's not overreact. What's going to happen here? Assuming Tony actually passes physicals and, and actually gets there. Like, how does this impact him and, you know, I, the rest of I the think- Chiefs receivers? I mean, we're we've obviously seen how the offenses work through seven weeks so far. It's a spread offense. The only one who's really getting hyper targeted, if anything, is going to be Travis Kelsey. 
Um, so yep. I don't think it changes much about that. It just adds another weapon in for Patrick Mahomes. So obviously it gives him an uptick in value. Um, I think Juju's still, I mean, he's now showing that that 20% target share is now working in his favor. Um, so I think Juju still stays put, but this, this hampers Sky Moore's breakout that we all thought was coming in the second half of the season. Um, I think this takes a little bit away from Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I'm concerned about Miko Hardman too, because all those people out there chasing those three touchdowns last week. <laughs> All right, now you got Kadarius Tony, who's basically, in my mind, the same player. Maybe a little bit more athletic, you know, shifty a little bit, but they're the yeah. same player. They're both gadget players. They're both going to kind of do that same role. Um, yeah. So I, I think it eats into Hardman's, you know, touchdown upside there. I, I don't disagree, man. Uh, I, I'm really popping the brakes on Kadarius Tony, and maybe I'm just dead wrong, but. It's uh, worth a stash, but. Sure, I mean, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you've got some some total garbage on the back end, back end of your bench, which I'm sure a lot of us do at this point, yeah. um, the season's just been pretty, pretty freaking Brutal. crazy. Um, the injury reapers everywhere. Yeah. So, look, is he worth a shot? Sure, but is he gonna be, you know, worth starting? Absolutely not. Um, you know it. To wait and see. I also just you know I just don't really expect it to amount to anything. To be honest with you, I just I just really don't. I mean, let's I, be honest. I, there, they, there's they like what seven receivers cheap. in Kansas City, including yeah. Travis Kelsey. Like who, who, they can't throw the ball to everybody, and and none of them, even Tony, is not going to replace Tyreek Hill. This is nope. just another target. Add depth for them. Add depth. Add. You know, if they go five wide or whatever crazy thing they want to do, then they've just got that option to do it and, you know, confuse who's getting the ball type of thing. So, like, it doesn't mean that he's going to be a fantasy asset. It just means he's going to be a good NFL asset. Oh, yeah. So there's a difference. Wouldn't be surprised if he has uh, that super high touchdown uh, percentage on his touches. You know, just an absurd amount of touchdowns on the touches. I I could see that. Not getting very many touches, but he, he might get those red zone touches where Andy Reid likes to do his, you know, play his magic in the red zone with all the motions and whatnot, the shovel passes, and he's shifty enough. But I, the, what I'm curious about here is now, I mean, not that he was really playing, but isn't this just, you know, to the moon for Wandell Robinson on the Giants now? It is. Um, I mean, to the moon might be a little a little strong, but <laughs> absolutely. Um, and by the way, Mark Andrews has officially been ruled out for the rest of the oh, game. So face. that absolutely <laughs> blows. I put him as number one as my tight end because I figured he's still really the only target there for him. And I not, mean, I do have to. I not, just said you did put him number one after a goose egg last week. Well, I mean, pretty much a goose egg. He had four rushing yards. <laughs> he had point four. Yeah, I mean, just when he plays, man, it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard no, to I, not. It's hard to not. I agree. I agree. I was just that was one. Of he's got that kind of respect Andrews. at this point. You know what I mean? Like if he's going to be on the field, he's going to be on the field. Um, Which it really. I, I we have a, uh, a Lamar the most. A comment from Tyler. Um, 
that I'm not going to say, but I'll, 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 I'll we'll, we'll display the second, the second one here. <laughs> Still a top three tight end in the league. You play him regardless, hundred percent. It sucks, yep. man. I, uh, the, the fan, the fantasy guys have not been kind to almost anybody this year. Um, I know teams that are like five and one and they're just like, I, I still don't know if my team's good or six and one, oh, whatever I know. it is. They're, right? li- they're limping to the finish. That, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Cause they didn't, they feel like they didn't have a good team after they drafted and then they have a good team and you're like, it's confusing. The teams I've, I, I'm the same way. The teams I thought were going to be good or horrible. And the teams that I thought were going to be like mediocre um, are either good or like above average at least. And you're like, this year oh, yeah. is backwards. Um, so yes, it's I, I, I agree, man. And you know, we keep getting hit by stuff like Mark Andrews getting hurt. So, and speaking of injured, Oh boy, this one kind of came out of nowhere. We did not expect this one. Jamar chase. Uh, I know he got injured at the end of the game last week. But there wasn't really a whole lot of talk that it was serious, but he has, what, it's a hip injury? Yep. And now they're talking he's out four to six weeks. Whoa, baby. That's a big one. Um, That's a big loss. Big boost for uh, all you time. <laughs> he fixes language. I like this. Mark Andrews is <laughs> not a nice person. Air quotes. I love it. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, that's funny, Tyler. That's so, funny. anyway, Jamar Chase being out four to six weeks. Obviously, you know, managers that have him. I think perfect question that we had on our Discord channel earlier tonight was somebody was like, "Hey, look, I'm three and four, but I'm like right in the mix of the playoffs. My team's kind of good. Like, you know, they had Lamar and they had uh, Dalvin Cook." But they were relying on Chase, obviously. So yep. he said, "Do you? Am I trading Chase if I can get somebody like a Waddle plus a piece back? If I give up another piece with Chase?" And it was a hundred percent like slam dunk. Like yes, like if you can somehow work that deal, do yeah, it. Because um, I'll. I don't know about you, Mike. Like I mean, four to six weeks, week eight. So he misses this week. He's back by week twelve at best. At worst, he's out. He's back by 14. week fourteen. I mean, if he has a setback, start he's probably done playoffs. for the year. And so, like, you're already into the playoffs. You got to get there first. So, like, you're not going to get there with a three and four team with, you know, Jamar Chase being, you know, out for your team. So, I that that's that, right? You know, if you got Chase, you've got to figure out a way to like move him, replace him, whatever it is you can do. Hopefully you can, it's going to be hard. I get it. Um, but the, the biggest thing is like, what does this do for Burrow Higgins, Boyd Mixon, who's been sort of underwhelming this year? Like he's been okay, but he hasn't been super efficient. So like in her, in Hayden Hurst is another guy, right? Mike Thomas, but I, like, just, I was going to say, quick I, thoughts I, on I, that. Gut reaction: Joe Mixon gets the biggest bump here. You just lost your number one passing option. Granted, you got T. Higgins still. You know, he's a great number. You know, mm-hmm. great one B, but he's not Jamar Chase. All right, he can't stretch the field like Jamar Chase does. I don't know um, about that, man. He, <laughs> T. Higgins is not fast enough to take the top off the field. That's the problem. 
He's a great physical possession receiver underneath, and he reaped the benefits of Jamar Chase taking the top off the field. Um, but I think that I think Mixon gets a bump here because one, we're talking about a, uh, Joe Mixon. He's a, he's top five in targets for RBs, so he probably get an uptick a little bit more. Um, the efficiency, I, I don't know if that's really going to get better because that offensive line has just been you know above yeah. average, like been average. Bad. Yeah, so. But the biggest like receiving uptick is probably going to go to Boyd. I mean, obviously T. Higgins is going to assume Boyd's that, been you know, killing it the last couple of weeks, actually. Especially uh, last he week. is. Holy cow! He is. And uh, I know I, I looked at your rankings and I, I was going to question it a little bit just because of how he finished last week. But I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll leave it be. <laughs> I think I'm pretty high on him, but that's fine. It, uh, I, it, it, it might adjust it a little be, bit. You could see a little bit of more touchdown upside for Hayden Hurst. I don't know if he gets that much more involved with the volume, but you're losing a red zone target. You're going to get T Higgins probably getting doubled on the goal line. I I, I think Hayden Hurst has more touchdown ability with Jamar Chase out, but I don't know about the volume. I, I think, you know, biggest receiving uptick is Boyd, but I think the, the biggest overall winner is Mixon. Yeah, I can agree with that. I actually moved Mixon up not more than the receivers, but uh, I did move him up like as far as like receiver to receivers because, you know, that's obviously like a one-to-one replacement almost. Yeah. You know, you've got to figure out there. Um, But Mixon got a a pretty large bump for me in my rankings. I think I had him at like four. 12 or 14 before this and <clears throat> trying me, to think of I gotta, where I have yours up right you now. He's at, up. Eight. He's at eight Two above consensus. Yeah. So he moved up four spots for me. Um, so yes, he also got a good matchup against Cleveland this week too. He does. So that helps. And I mean, and you know, you think maybe the, maybe the volume will be there a little bit more for him. So, um, that's, they that's something spread, that helps. They, and they they're, you know, the ball. maybe they hope, maybe we hope that they utilize him in the passing game a little more, yes. too. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of trickle down effect into for Joe Mixon, is what I meant. So, yeah. All right, man. Let's do, um, let's, let's do some struggling offenses. Let's talk some good news. <laughs> That's not good. Struggling offenses, man. Oh, this season's been brutal. Um, when it comes to some of these these teams that we expected to just be, you know, dominant once again. Uh, maybe not as much as they were in years past because we we came in with some players missing, maybe some O line injuries, but a couple of these teams have. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We're going to start here with the team on the TV right now for you guys. And that is the Tampa Bay Bucks. And it's already not starting off awesome. No. For them again. The first like drive and a half, you were like, all right. I mean, maybe, maybe I need to like, maybe we need to change some stuff before we can go on air here. But, uh, then it slowed down considerably. I mean, we're looking at it looked good. They got their first touchdown in the first quarter for you know all year. 
it was like a it was like a 15 yard run by Fournette, and then it was a one yard run by Fournette. I mean, Brady got him down the field, Dinkin and Duncan, and then Godwin got him like the 10, I think. (sighs) And then all of a sudden, just like everything just stopped. I mean, come on. This is a team that almost got shut out by the Carolina Panthers last week. Guys, this is not good. And I know we had concerns coming in a little bit because of the O-line issues in the offseason. And then, but you're thinking like, all right, Tom Brady will figure this out, right? It's it's Tom Brady. Rashad Bateman's just been ruled out for the rest of the game. Holy smokes, man. So, yeah. All right, that's not good. So, okay, so what do we do? First off, what's happening with this Tampa Bay offense? Why is it so bad? That's question number one, Mike. What do we got? Well, man, it's it's this whole line. I mean – According to uh, football outsiders here, the O-line is much better in pass pro than it is rush pro. But uh, it's doesn't overall, feel like it. it I was going to say, overall, it doesn't even look good to the eye. Uh, they're second worst in RB carries, uh, yards per carry um, at 3.36. Uh, they also rank 30th in the power rate uh, per open field yards at, and 29th in stuff rate. Um, so it's not great. The old line's really letting Brady down. Um, I yep. mean, yeah, you're getting some guys like last week, Mike Evans drop a wide open touchdown that should have been caught. No questions about it. Oh, yes, he did. He dropped another one today. Actually, it wasn't a drop. It, I mean, it was a tough ish catch in the first At quarter the back of the end zone, I believe. Yeah. But like you expect Evans to come down with those and get his feet in bounds. It wasn't as tough as like I've seen him make. That's what was shocking about it. It's like what, like again, like it's what's going on, but it it really, I mean, injuries were obviously the main uh, key in uh, the beginning of the year, but I mean, now they're getting a little bit more healthier. I mean, they got Fournette, they got Evans, they got Godwin. Yeah, they don't have Julio every week, but Julio's no longer Julio. So I he's supposed to be. Was he active tonight? He is playing tonight. But, but um, is he playing? Because he's definitely not on the stat sheet. <laughs> he hasn't done anything. We got a Scotty Miller reception before a Julio Jones reception. So Wow. Um, but, yeah, it, it really then points to the offensive line because, in my opinion, Brady, I mean, he's not a running quarterback. He doesn't, he's not no. accurate throwing on the run, so he needs a pocket. And if he doesn't have yep. a pocket, no rhythm, he's not going to find a rhythm. He's not going to, you know, get these – 30 40 touchdowns that he's used to getting every year i i agree and i and i and i think you nailed it right on the head there man it's it's to me it starts with the offensive line so you know that that's just gonna if the quarterback can't get time then it's gonna it's gonna go down from there and then when when offenses don't have to worry about brady they're not gonna worry about leonard Fournette, even if he you know it that's and that's why they're not using him um and if the offensive line bad they can't run anyway so they, you know, it's not that I like root for Tom Brady. I, did, I, I usually <laughs> don't, but like, because there is a lot of investment from a lot of people in this offense. And, I, you know, I like probably everybody ranked a lot of these players very highly because 
of Tom Brady and Mike Evans and Godwin and Fournette are good players, right? Julio Jones is supposed to be good, but I didn't rank him very highly. But you know, you, you gave him a little bit of a boost when he got signed with Brady. You're like, all right, well, maybe. Uh, but yeah, this just isn't working. So it's just unfortunate. I, I don't really is, know I, what you do with this team, though. Like, I'll be honest. I um, at the very last second tonight, I dropped. Um, I had Brady seven. Okay. And I dropped him to 10. And I'll be honest, man, I wanted to go farther, but you're like, Baltimore <laughs> hasn't been great. So maybe there's a chance. I'm kicking myself now, man, like for not putting him at like 15, which is where I kind of wanted to put him. Because honestly, man, if he finishes with like 215 yards and a touchdown, that's probably where he's going to finish is like 15 or 16. That's really where I wanted to put him. But I just kind of. You know, you fall trapped to it's Tom Brady and they'll figure it out. And like when the first quarter, the first half of the first quarter was going on and he was moving the ball, you're like, oh, well, maybe I was right. All right. Maybe I shouldn't have moved him down at all. Nah. Feels <laughs> like I should have now at this point. So I don't know, man. It's going to be hard to start Tom Brady. Like I've gotten questions. We've gotten questions on Discord. Oh, hey, time. do I start uh, Geno Smith over Tom Brady? Probably. Do I start Tua over Tom Brady? Probably. Like, it sucks to say, <laughs> man, but, like, yeah, we're at that point. You know, th- we're going to look back at this year. You know, I'm going to save this comment after we talk about the next team because they it's it's relevant for both of these guys. I was, so, was going to say, when we were talking about the O-line, it was a great transition into the next team, really. Because, um, I mean, being the resident, you know, Packer, uh, Packer fan here, our next offense we're talking about is the Green Bay uh, Packers. And, man, they are just atrocious this year, Joe. Um, I, I know you gave me this little stat here uh, for us. Uh, last year, through seven games, Aaron Rodgers uh, <laughs> aver- averaging 20.2 fantasy points a game, which isn't great. But at a quarterback, you know, 20 a game, that's that's great. This year, oh, my gosh, he is all the way done at 14.3 points a game. Uh, bueno. No, no, that's not even starter worthy in 10 team, 12 team leagues. I mean, Joe, obviously, like I said, the offensive line is a struggle here, but is the loss of Devontae Adams hurting Aaron Rodgers more than we anticipated? It is. Um, and I don't memorize my preseason rankings, but I want to say I had. Tom Brady, not Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I had him 11. And you know what? The only thing that did it was the Dak Prescott, like, like, oh, yeah. no. Um, because, you know, it was all, he was sort of always injured. And then, oh, and then it was also Stafford with the shoulder or the elbow or whatever. So I, that put Rodgers back into the top 12. But I really, really, really wanted to put Rodgers outside of the top 12. It just didn't happen. But I was not in on Rodgers coming into the year. Look, coming wow. into the season, and we talked about this pre-show, is Rodgers was very touchdown heavy. Um, you look at the stats here, right, just from last season, um, going into go, just through seven weeks. He had, where is he? Um, sort of a touchdowns here. Oh, um, he had 15 touchdowns, but 
but he has 1,700 yards. He was like 20th, if I can just take a guess here, because they don't do they don't change the ranking when you change the sorting on Fantasy Pros. This is the site I'm using for the stats. Um, he's like 20th maybe as far as yards, but he was like top seven, six for, for touchdowns, and he destroyed that at the end of the year. Like if you just do the full season. Oh, yeah. He was like way up there, obviously. So, uh, I mean, at least Tom Brady last year was like high in both, and it was like he was having a crazy good year. Passing yards out the wazoo. Yeah, so Rodgers was always just efficient with touchdowns. He had Devontae Adams. He could just chuck it up to him. He'll catch the ball. He gets his touchdowns. I mean, come on. I like I had shares of Aaron Rodgers last year, and I remember looking at box scores and being like, "How in the hell did he score me twenty points?" He had a hundred something yards, and uh, you know, one hundred fifty yards. And and I'm trying to go back to the game log really quick here, so I'm not looking at the screen. Apologize, I got two monitors. Um, but yeah, so he had <laughs> one. Two, three, four games under 200 yards. He had one, two, three more games under 250. But those games, he had four touchdowns, two touchdowns, three touchdowns. Like it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, it was super touchdown efficient. So he was just touchdown efficient. You give, you lose your biggest weapon when you're not like a, you know, you're just, dropping the ball to all your guys and, and getting just racking up the yards. It was very unrealistic of any of us to expect him to repeat this. And, and, and again, I fell victim of it's Aaron Rodgers, just like I did with Tom Brady. And like, well, he'll figure it out, right? He's got Lazard. He trusts him. Lazard has been hurt, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Dobbs is show. you know, maybe one of these guys will show up. Maybe even Sammy Watkins will just like be a thing randomly. Nah, none of his worked. Uh, he's had like a game or two. And after that, it's just been bad. I mean, I want to say he hasn't he hasn't gone over 20 points a game yet this season. In fact, his highest point total, according to Fantasy Pros, is 17.1. Oof. Twice. Oof. It's not good. He hasn't gone over 255 yards passing. He hasn't thrown more for more than two touchdowns. I was going to say probably more some of this is also offensive line. His offensive line is awful. So the, the the thing that was carrying some of us to say, oh, he'll just figure it out, right? They'll just kind of change schemes a little bit, but he'll figure it out because he'll still get his touchdowns. Was we said, oh, they've got Aaron Jones, they got AJ Dillon. That hasn't worked because the offensive line has been just brutal. Nineteenth in power rank according to. Fantasy Outsiders, uh, as far as uh, run running back yards, they have where are they? Um, they're like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven in running back yards. I don't know how they do that because it doesn't oh, feel man, like it's, it's that way. Um. They are just they they can't even I, run the ball, and that's supposed to be their whole. I thing. wanna. I, I wish. I wish that football outsiders would put some sort of like 
uh, and maybe maybe it's incorporated into this, but I wish that they incorporated pressures into this. Um, as far as pass protection, maybe it is as far as pass protection, because as far as pass protection goes for Green Bay, um, it says they're tenth, probably because Rodgers doesn't get sacked a ton. He throws the ball away. But he throws. He's re- like we know this. He throws the ball away a lot. He's good at just being like, nope, done. Um, well, let's be honest. He has been missing receivers too. I mean, his receivers aren't his receivers aren't open. I mean, this is just a mess. Mm-hmm. Like again, Rodgers is the guy where I hate to say cut him, but I mean, at this point of the season, you probably miss the boat of cutting him and picking up somebody worthwhile because there's probably nobody out there worthwhile on your waiver wire to go no. get. You're looking at probably like a Tannehill at best, um, you know, that kind of crap. And this is what we said last week, yeah. right? Like you missed the boat on dropping Wilson. <laughs> you missed the boat on dropping. Um, uh, did we talk about Roger last week too? I think probably I like uh, whoever it was, but you know, you, you missed the boat on Stafford, right? You missed the yeah, boat Stafford. on dropping these guys who were disappointing because now what's out there isn't worth it. You missed the Geno Smith pickup, right? You missed the uh, who else is who else is better than they should be at this point. Daniel Jones. Um, you yeah, you missed Daniel Jones, who I still don't believe in. You missed Trevor Lawrence if he was still out there. Yep. Um, you know, you missed these guys who were not drafted. You know, Lawrence was, but he was dropped a few times, probably. Uh, I'll tell you, maybe Fields is out there, and it's weird to say, but like now that After it that looks game. like the Bears are like going, like, oh yeah, we just need to run. <laughs> um, maybe this will work. Uh, oh, by the way, the Ravens just scored to Isaiah go up likely. sixteen to ten. Who who was it? Isaiah Likely. Man, I mean, like. I would again. You 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 would rank these guys a ton higher, and you would they'd probably be startable in a lot of leagues if Andrews wasn't healthy. You can't start these guys when when these guys aren't you know when they're starters. This is or, what kind of sucks about Thursday night games is because those guys that have those injuries they try to because they want to play. Try I mean, to they're, fight through they're, it. Yeah, they're humans just like us. I hate I hate Thursday night games. They're trying to fight through it, and I, I think this just is one of those cases where both Andrews and Bateman tried to fight through these injuries because they had they knew they had a must win game against the Buccaneers, yep. and you know it just unfortunate. You know I know it's unfortunate because us as fantasy players, you know we're now getting the repercussions of it, but you know they're humans, guys too. All right, so let's move on here, man. Um... Next two teams. I know it's very depressing. We need to we need to speed this up with Yeah. Next two teams that we're gonna talk about here. Just the last two teams that you know, not that we thought they'd be juggernauts like the Bucks or the Packers, but the Colts and the Broncos, man. You know, we talked about the Broncos last week, so we'll talk a little less about them again. But the Colts and the Broncos, two teams that you know you thought at least had some stars on their team. Uh, maybe not quarterback for the Colts, Matt Ryan was tolerable. But Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, like those were dudes that people were really relying on. Both have struggled. Pittman's been okay. Jonathan Taylor has like straight up been bad. Not this a number year. one pick. Not gonna lie, man. Um, so I guess let's focus more on him 
than the quarterback because the quarterback isn't going to be Matt Ryan going forward. Crazy enough as that is to say. But Jonathan Taylor at this point last year, man, was averaging 16.2 points per game. Got better as the season went on this year. Whoa. Um, Let's see here. 9.9 points per game. Now one was a injury game, but 9.9 points per game. Not good. No. What do we do, man? How do how is he is he worth like trading low for? Because that's the hard part. Because you spent the number one overall pick on this, right? If, if anything, you got lucky and got you know you thought it was lucky at the time, and you got the number two pick for him. Um, so you're not going to get what you invested in him. So mm-hmm. you are selling low, no matter how you look at it. But I mean, but are, but are you are you buying low on him? Are you oh, buying, like, buying low, low like, like thinking I things am, might turn around? I mean, come on, they're going to Sam the right Erlinger or whatever the hell his name why. is. I literally for the cannot right pronounce price. it. Sam Erlinger, yeah, for the right price, I, I'm I'm worth it. It's intriguing because you are going to get a change at quarterback where Matt Ryan leads the league in uh, turnovers. I mean, it, he has twelve through seven games. Um, it's not good, and you can't you can't be fantasy relevant, and you can't be NFL relevant offense if you're turning the ball over constantly. So if Sam can at least game manage better, you know I could see a little bit more value in Taylor. But let's be honest: the glaring difference between last year and this year is the two games he's missed from injury. I mean that. I mean he. These were the first time I, I remember it was reported. These are the first times. Uh, uh, he even missed practice in his entire football career. Um, yeah. So re- really, that's the big thing is is he's still he's very durable. Yeah, even is in Wisconsin. he still going through an injury? That's that's what my biggest concern is. Is he's still going to be hampering an injury the rest of the season out, if anything? Could be. I mean, I'll say this. I mean, even last week, it was a really rough game. It, you know, the game script was not in his favor. Um yeah, ten for fifty-eight yards, not bad. Caught seven re- uh, receptions. Yep, I mean, so targets. like he he still did okay, and he'd fallen into the end zone. You know his his half PPR finish at running back was twenty-three. Not good, not what you want, obviously. No, but you fall into the end zone. You're looking at eighteen points, and he's you know I, I don't have last week's stats completely up, but um. You're, I'm I'm gonna take a wild guess and just say he would he probably would have been top fifteen at least top if not top yeah. twelve. You give him eighteen yeah, keep, points, he's probably top top twelve. Um, keep on stalling, pretty, I'll figure it out for you. There's some pretty monster weeks, uh, lot monster games last week, so maybe not. But um, it, it's tough, man, with these Colts players. Uh, you know, we had a question on on Discord where. Somebody asked if they should trade, and I, wow. you know, I gotta pull it up just real quick. Wow, was, you, so you was, said it was eighteen points, just eighteen, or he would have had eighteen points half PPR. Eighteen points half PPR that have been RB ten. So top twelve. <laughs> there you go. Touchdown, a touchdown puts you in that in that RB. It definitely does. So yeah, you just fall in the, this, but the offense needs to get going, right? This all falls down to this offensive line is not playing as be, as well as it did last year. No, uh, they're not scoring. Maybe either. some of that has to do with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is just, I mean, you can't there's a reason why the Falcons over. decided to get rid of their 
their quarterback who had been there forever and done very well for them. He's washed, man. Like, and they knew it. And the Colts bought into it, thought Wentz was the problem. Apparently not. Um, now Wentz isn't good either, but Wentz was serviceable last year and made Jonathan Taylor the number one overall pick this year. So like maybe it was Wentz really the problem. I don't know. They almost made the I playoffs. think it's I think the problem here is the Colts uh complete defiance and ignorance to invest in a future quarterback and not just this bridge quarterback year after year after year after year because that's what's really killing yeah. the value here. So it's not getting a guy to develop with these young stars like Pittman and Taylor. So the question I had through my ask me anything channel today, should I trade and this was full PPR Dak and Jonathan Taylor or Kenneth Walker for Hertz and Dalvin Cook. He says he has good running back depth. I mean, you're getting the possibly the number one scoring QB on the year. Um, and you're going to get still a top. Oh, man, I know Cook's been struggling, but I still say a top seven running back. I'll be honest. I said yes. And I said, I don't actually really care which running back you get rid of. Um, <laughs> I prefer getting rid of Walker because it's still in Seattle. There is still that little seed of doubt in my the back of my head going, can they really sustain this? Can Kenneth can Walker really maintain a full workload? You know, Jonathan Taylor, right? They got to figure it out. Maybe the switch of quarterback does it for them. Well, that's the thing. The Colts need Jonathan Taylor to make the playoffs. And Absolutely. they know that. Absolutely, they do. The Seahawks so. are just trying things out, and it's working. I mean, the Colts know what they need to do, and it's involved Jonathan Taylor more. So I agree with you. I'd, I'd be trading Kenneth Walker, selling high out of him. But I said it's close. I really do. I said it's very close. Like, I, I wouldn't fault you for trading JT. It's, um, it's closer I think you than... get the best person in the trade in the QB1 with Hurts. At this point, you like – it's weird. Like I don't usually go for like trading for quarterbacks because they're quarterbacks. But this year, the discrepancy of good quarterbacks because Big we're time. losing guys like Rodgers and Brady and, and guys like that who are not – Russ, right, Stafford, guys that are just not performing. We have a huge – they're almost like tight ends. I forget who said – somebody else yeah. said this. And I was like, damn, you're right. It's almost like yeah, tight ends. You've got like two or three and then it's like – a huge gap teardrop in in the next scoring tier, right? You've got your Allen, you've got your Mahomes, you've got your Hurts, and then it was like, uh, I mean, we were whoever's going to be Lamar Jackson for a little bit, but not no more, not anymore. (laughs) Uh, Although tonight he he's done okay. I think he ran in for one, and then he uh, he's out throwing for one, so he'll probably be okay tonight in the long run. But yeah, so okay, so maybe put uh, you know maybe put. Uh, Lamar in the top with them, and then, it, but then again, it's like a, a it's like a big teardrop oh, because I, what it is is you're getting guys that can finish with them, but not consistently, and that's the problem, and that's what's been happening, and that's what's been happening in tight end for years, but with quarterback for 10, 12 years, we've been having just a bunch of guys that can all do it, and they all finish within. You know what? Like five points of each other in the first, you know, ten. It's just safe. And so, but this year it's not happening. Floor. So, like, if you've got the Josh Allen, 
you are cleaning house right now because it's just that big of a difference. And he's outscoring everybody. He's so good. Yep. So uh Broncos again, we we won't focus on this one too much. You know, we said it last week. You can guys can go back to last week's show and listen. Russ is struggling. He's obviously hurt too. Nathaniel uh, the running game, the running game's out. <laughs> The the coaching staff is just abysmal. So this one's tough. I'm ready to cut bait with pretty much anybody on this team outside of, you know, running game kind of if you're desperate. But and we are sadly, but that's kind of it. Sutton is sort of there. Like if Russ comes back, I'm back in on Sutton because yes. Russ just targets Sutton like crazy. Outside of that, like Nate, Judy's like a desperation flex play most weeks. Uh, that's kind of it, man. Uh, Mr. Josh, hi. What's up? Hey, man. Thanks for joining. Um, that was not. Hi, right, man. Not so that was a very good timed hi. <laughs> yes, it was. So let's get to these these rankings questions, man, and, and try to I'll try to rip through these a little faster. All right, all right. Uh, all right. Second. Two. Sorry, you know how it is. I got to get these damn timestamps. All right. <laughs> <laughs> First question here for the quarterback uh, quarterbacks here, and it's a little weird because I'm going to talk about a running back, but it it applies. Has the emergence of Kenneth Walker for the Seahawks capped Geno Smith's ability to finish as a, a top five or even a top ten quarterback for the rest of the year? Um, because I see. Uh, I'll go back to it. I didn't write it uh, down, but we have him ranked this uh, this week at QB 11 for you, Joe, which, I mean, it's not wild or anything. It's right at consensus. Well, I mean, crazy. As much as I, I love to say hashtag suck at Keith, it's hard to say now because the Giants are playing very good football. Um, you know, they're kind of middle of the road as far as points to quarterbacks. But yeah, to some degree, you're you're right about Kenneth Walker re- just busting out right the last couple of weeks. Um, and what have we seen against favorable matchups? We we thought for Geno against Arizona and the, a beat up Chargers team. Geno has finished nineteenth and fifteenth. Oof. So, yeah, we were all riding high. We were all, you know, he finished seventh and second and fourth. And we were like, whoa, okay. You know, they had to. They needed a favorable matchup against Arizona. Didn't work out. Favorable matchup against the Chargers. Kind of worked out. You know, it didn't kill you. But 13 and 14 points wasn't what we thought. So he's kind of gone back to the middle of the road, sadly, because of the state of quarterback right now. Middle Still of the road. streamer, uh, at, you know, middle of the road. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he, he's right there. Um, just we gotta temper we'll our see, just because, just because also running, running back points per game for the Giants. Um, they are also like straight up, they are just like a middle of the road defense, like they're they're just you're not gonna beat them with one. They actually give up the most points to wide receivers per game, and it's 20.5, which isn't even that much. That's 20.5. What what scoring format are you using here? I'm using FanDuel, so it's half-point PPR. 20.5 is 30th given to uh, to wide receivers. Wide receivers? Yeah. 
No, 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 no. You're looking at this wrong. No, I'm looking at FanDuel points per game. Wide receivers, fantasy allowed, uh, fantasy points allowed to wide receivers for the Giants are at 20.5. But that's not the most. No, I never said it was the most. I said. Oh, I thought uh, you said it was the most. I don't know why. I no, heard no, you no, say that. no. I said it was like the 30th. Falcons are way worse, and so are a it, lot of other teams. Yeah, no, the Giants are thirtieth. Um, oh, allowing... you're saying they give up the most points for their team to wide yeah, receivers? Yeah, like o- yes. overall positions for the Giants, the most points they give up are to wide receivers. That's actually pretty normal. But here's the thing. That's the most points. Usually, I mean, you can make a case for RBs being in there as well. But- no, dude. Honestly, like if you look at every team, the most points they give up to a fantasy position, probably 49 times out of 50 would be to the receivers. I'll give you that. All right. I'm I'll give you that. But the point of my why I'm saying this is they, that's the most points they give up to any position, and that's 30th in the league. Yeah, well, the problem is, is that Seattle probably won't be with DK, so that's gonna that's gonna drop him too. So, we do have a couple of questions here before we jump in here. Good friend Bob Dole, don't want to forget about you, man. Bob Los Dole. Andrews is Knox a good alternative? Um, sure. I, I just want to, <laughs> if you can find if he's still available, go and get Hayden Hurst. With the, the yeah, to, most to likely Chase. not available at this point. The but yes, I, I do agree with I do agree with that. I do agree with that big time. But yes, I, I mean Knox is boomer bust. I mean he's touchdown or no touchdown, and and that's all his points. So it, I would try and find somebody else if I could. Ooh, this is an interesting one from Zachary Hugh. So I'm seven and zero, and I know the whole if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I'm in a position to trade away Burrow, Derrick Henry, and Zach Ertz for Allen and Eckler. Oh, Should wow, I Josh do Allen. it? I with the loss of Chase, that's an interesting one. I would. I think I do this because we just talked about how Josh Allen is a cheat code this year of, of the discrepancy between oh, his okay. points so and, I'm, and I'm the next gonna... quarterback. I'm, I'm um, going to. I think Eckler's been the better player this year between him and Henry, and I mean, who's if you can find another tight end to fill in for Ertz? I mean, I I, uh, I, like I would trade. be trading Henry to my opponent this week, and he's definitely going to drop at least thirty on the Texans. <laughs> yeah, this is true. He does own the Texans. He has their name. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, so I'll say this: um, the last. I think I'm going to go in the last three weeks, four, five, six. Yeah. Burrow has been the top scoring quarterback and the second highest scoring quarterback by points per game behind Josh Allen by only a point and a half. So does that change your decision? He does. Well, he doesn't have Jamar chase now. He doesn't, but here's the thing. Could get him back. By, um, see. Oh, so he, you have ever you have you have you have Gerald Everett as your uh, tight end. So yeah, there you go. That that's your. You, so you that's, are kind of tossing answer. in the week. You are kind of. To- I I do like Everett as a backup to get rid of. I do, I do. I do. I do. You're you're kind of tossing in the week a little bit, but to have Josh Allen and Austin Eckler and to be seven and one. Um, I mean, you're getting the better quarterback. Well, you're getting the. 
the running back who scored more points so far this year. I don't know if he's technically the better running back. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this as far as fantasy points per game over the last four weeks, Eckler's at 29, Henry's at 21. So a points per game average, that's a gain for you, even if Burrow keeps up his rate, which I don't think he will. He it's won't. a tough I mean, trade, man. It really the, is. But I think the, I, <clears throat> I kind of, I'm kind of with Mike. I, I think we do it. Pull the and, trigger, and it's only, man. Be, only because you're seven and zero. Oh. If you weren't in that position, it'd be a lot different because you need to fight for a win or whatnot. But you're actually, already actually, dude. Pretty. Even if he wasn't seven and zero, oh, I think I'd do it. It's actually really a, still do it. If he wasn't seven and zero, oh, I would more. What if do he was it. three and four? Yes. Why not? Really? Even though he needed to win this week, and you'll probably not because of the oh, guys. Oh, you know what I'm I, saying? I see your point. I see your because point. you are kind of throwing in the week a little bit. You're not guaranteeing it, but you are, you know, losing out on some key players. That's what I mean. So if you're three and four going into this, I don't know if this. However, here's here's the actual really good thing. You missed Josh Allen's buy. Yeah. You yep, you're gonna you're you not one hundred percent just missed the quarterback's buy, and you won't have to deal with Zach Ertz buy. Um, I mean you won't have to deal. Yeah. With, you'll deal with so Zach Ertz buy. You're this lining week. yourself up for even more wins. I I yeah I I do it. Good job Zach on that trade. Hopefully you can get that one done. All right, let, next question. All right, next question here. We we need to have a soundbite that just says next, <laughs> next. Or, or like the the Oscar theme music to play us off. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the the wrap it up box. <laughs> yeah, wrap it wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> That's a Dave All Chappelle right. reference. If you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Google it. Dave Chappelle wrap it up box. It is phenomenal. All right, check so it on YouTube this, and then come back to us. <laughs> we, I, I had a I had a theme this week for our QBs because I wanted to focus around streamers because we're out on Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes this week. So we got you know at least two teams in our leagues looking for streamers. All right, now Andy Dalton. All right, not a great week last week. You know, all right fantasy wise, but NFL wise, not great. This week, we have him ranked at QB18. You're two spots above the consensus, all right? So there's no argument uh, there about how you feel about him. But I'm curious about if there's an argument here of if he can actually go up higher and be a little bit more of a safer streamer this week because the Raiders are allowing the most points per game to quarterbacks. <laughs> to any they team. are. Uh, dude, it's it's... It is super hard to trust a Andy Dalton. Um, I mean, he yeah, had four I, touchdowns through three picks. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the, the, and the picks were just atrocious. But that's the thing. Like, he threw four touchdowns because they got down so quick because he threw those picks. Two of them early went for. Touchdowns. So, like, I you know it's like whatever, man. Like, I don't know. This is bad. Um, no, I, I still believe this team wants to play conservative. Their defense is good, mostly. Ish. <laughs> they should be right. And then, so I think they want to, you know, play ball control with Kamara and Ingram and. 
Taysom yeah, Hill has definitely unlocked Kamara. Yeah, because Winston was struggling to. Yeah, I mean, him and, and we offense. knew that going in. That's why he was always like a, a risky pick. But thank you know, thankfully, it sounds like they're going to keep with with Dalton. But no, I I'm, I don't really think I'm going to move Dalton up that Man. much. And if I do, it's like a it's like a spot or two. Gus Edwards now questionable return. Oh Andrew. Lord, come on! What is going on? Please, fancy guys, no more injuries in this game. I've got him going everywhere, and he's literally done like nothing. I I drafted him. I know I put super him super late, stashed him in IR spots because those were the leagues I had him in. And oh man, just when you think things are going up for you, it's not. So this is why right. you don't chase touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. But, Listen to listen to what we say, not as we do. We going running backs. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, on to running backs here. Uh, do, 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 do. Yep, there we are. All right, so CMC uh, at RB six in just his second week with a new team. I mean, he's he's barely been cracking that. You know, let's be that. Let's be serious. That RB five status all year. I mean. What makes you so confident? I mean, obviously, we got a good offense here. Um, but is the breakout finally upon us where he's going to finish as that RB1 this year? I mean, this week? Yeah, I mean, I I think you look at this and, yeah, the Rams, the Rams are a very good defense, obviously. Um, but you've got to imagine they're just going to absolutely – Feed the ball to CMC. Um, they might be without Debo, so that's another reason to like it. Um, six might be a little high, um, but you know it's something I don't think is completely crazy. Um, it's hard to rank him a lot lower than that. Fair, no, I get that. I'm- I'm just really concerned here because it's the matchup. It is a tough defense against the um, the the Rams. So, I mean, they're not the easiest team to run against. Uh, you're really basing it mostly on volume here and hoping he falls into the end zone, which, I mean, the way he was used last week. Duvernay just ran in or something on a screen. I, I missed the start of the play, but Duvernay just scored. So it looks like the Ravens it's is a handoff. This game. They're up 23 to 13 prior to the extra point. So, yeah. Tampa Bay is going to drop three in a row. First time in Tom Brady's Tom Brady. career. 20 years. That's a, that's definitely a record. I know that. That is an amazing stat, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember the exact stat, but I remember hearing something a while back about, you know, MJ back in the day with the Bulls. He, I, he never really lost three in a row very often either. Um, but on to the next. So... Um, obviously, you know, Chuba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman, they're not CMC. We know this. Um, and it's kind of a committee off of the one week sample size we had last week. Um, but Atlanta's run defense is pretty bad. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, thoughts on why this, uh, Panthers backfield is ranked so low after actually, you know, overperforming against, uh, Tough Buccaneers run defense. So I'll be honest, this one this one's a little tough to rank right now because Hubbard is uh so banged up, not practicing very much, and so we're not totally sure what's going on with him. So I've put Foreman just slightly ahead of him. I think for me, if Hubbard plays, I'm going to put him a few spots ahead 
of Foreman. But again, as you said, it's kind of a split. It was about a 60-40 split before in Hubbard's favor before he got hurt last week. And then it turned out to be a 60-40 split for Foreman over Hubbard instead. Uh, and, and Foreman was good. He ran for more yards. Hubbard got the touchdown. Um, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta run D is bad. But, you know, I, I do also think that, um, you know, P.J. Walker does like to – it seems like he, you know, he does like to throw this ball downfield a little bit, which is good news for D.J. Moore, finally. Um, so – you gotta hold cool. you gotta hold that back in too. But yeah, they'll probably get if Hubbard's healthy, um, he'll probably get a little bit of a boost back up. Um yeah, right now, I mean that, sort of playing conservative ranks with it's the unsure. It's Thursday, these guys will play till Sunday, so a little unsure right now with, with these two guys. Yeah, and uh I mean if he would have let me speak a little sooner, that would have been the perfect transition into my next question, because guess who it's about? DJ Moore. I'm sure you're you're uh, happy to be answering questions about DJ Moore again. <laughs> At least because they're good. <laughs> yes. Maybe. All right. So you have DJ Moore as your wide receiver 21 this week. A wide receiver too. I mean, I, I haven't been paying too much Deuces. attention here. Yeah, but that's probably the highest he's been ranked, you know, out after we started, you know, this year. Um, is this a show of confidence after last week? Or is this – you know, also due to the juicy matchup against the Falcons, will allow the most points to wide receivers at 38 a game. It's both. Um, you know, we saw PJ Walker. Maybe look, maybe he's not a better passer than Baker Mayfield or even Sam Darnold if he was be able to get in the game. Maybe he's not a better passer, but he's a better playmaker. We saw PJ Walker be able to extend plays you know, not get sacked, not just go dump the ball down to, you know, and, and part of it is the fact that they don't have a Christian McCaffrey just to get, you know, just to dump the ball down to, and they feel yep. like they have to pass the ball to him 10 times a game to keep him happy or whatever it was. So now it's, well, a way to be productive is to throw the ball a little bit more downfield to DJ Moore. And, it's not like DJ Moore wasn't seeing an adequate amount of targets. 666, 11, 8, 7, and 10, right? But he wasn't catching anything for a lot of yards. And, and even when he was, it just um, wasn't amounting to much, right? He finally got into the end zone last week for the second time this season. Um, he was the eighth receiver in half PPR last week. And pretty sure it was the most targets all year for him, too. No, he had an 11 spot against was Arizona. It? But okay. it was close. I mean, 10, but it was the most receptions. So it really comes down to just A, matchup. B, I think P.J. Walker just, you know, he just wants to make it happen. Or I, I just feel like Baker's just sort of like, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, P.J.'s trying to make a play, it seems like, every time. <laughs> yeah, so he's 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 looking forward to it. Um, we do have a question here. This, these these are tough questions, man. I'm not gonna lie, uh, Bab Jap. Um, any advice on a ten team family league that never trades? First time fa- fantasy player, but envious at seeing others pull off deals. Got a bunch of useless scumbags in my league. Uh it's it's tough, man. I'm not gonna lie. Family leagues are hard. 
Nobody yep. wants to trust anybody. It feels like um, I, I'm in a couple of, you know, family and friends leagues and they don't like to trade either. You, you get in leagues like that where they just don't want to move anybody. They, they love their players, right? Or um, they overvalue them. Yeah. And I mean, the same thing. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I've overvalued. We all are. My, my, yeah. my advice to you is you kind of have to be, uh, you have to, so, First off, you have to recognize need for the other team. And I've, you know, I've written articles about how to make a trade um, on the site. So you can go look for that on fantasysixpack.net. Um, I think it's also built into my, you know, how to be a good manager is kind of how to trade. Um, we've, we've talked about it on other podcasts before, like how to trade. It, it really is. You have to identify a need. What are you strong at? What can you give up? Right. If you have six good running backs, okay, running backs, what you need to give up or can give up. You need receiver probably or tight end or whatever. So then you go to a team who is running back needy and has what you need and they have a lot of depth at that position and you target it and you, you might have to convince them. You might have to have a conversation on the side if they're family and friends or whatever, call them up, text them, be like, Hey, Here's the deal. You need receivers. I need well, or you need running back. We need receivers. We need to make this work out. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna compete, it's a win-win for both of us. There's a to- fine line there though, Joe, because I a hundred percent agree with you, but at the same time, when you're trading, there is a psychological aspect to it, at least that I found out. Because the other manager, if you put themselves in your shoes, all right, think of think about it if you're getting a trade offer, all right. And you got this other manager going up, oh, here's why we need to make this trade. You are clearly desperate at this position. I got the need for you. Now you're feeling like you're being told what to do. and You know what I mean? It's a little off-putting. It is. So it, it, it's about how you say it, not what you say a little bit. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's a fair point. But you you, you hit it right on the head, though, because it is identifying needs. It is right? identifying, it's identifying needs. Your, 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 you have to identify what you can give up, like you said. And then you have to go out and figure out, you know, go to a team. Hey, what do you have X amount of that you can give up to the team that doesn't have that? Mm -hmm. And then you go and look at what you need. And and then the thing is, is, hey, man, you got to put it as because the biggest thing as, you know, a first time fantasy and a a family league is everyone is afraid of getting trade raped. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah, everyone. So you have to. You have to try to, yeah, they don't want to lose the trade. Exactly. You have to to play it off as it's fair. What I said, it's a win-win for both of us. Yep. Yep. That's that's where I was going at it. Yep. And I, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just also want to say there is a psychological aspect of it almost is um, how you say it, not what you say. Yep. But that is a tough one. It's always a tough question with trading because it's always, it's, it's like a snowflake. Every league is different. He says he's trying to upgrade his wide receiver core, AJ Brown, Lamont, or Lave, but nobody's willing to do anything. I've heard it could be holy cow, that's a good receiving core. I don't know why you're trying to upgrade it. <laughs> Lane's been a little disappointing because of but Dak's returning. So I think I think you're okay there. I don't really know. Like it the problem is that I think is there's not a lot of players that are better than them that you don't you're not gonna you're gonna have to give up like a top-notch running back or something in return, and that's going to be tough. And so if you're not willing to do that, then you can't make that trade. Um, 
So you have to be more realistic about it too at the same time. So, you know, AJ Brown, Lamb, and Olave at this point in time are probably all top 15 receivers. If you're not able to give up a top 12, 10 running back to get a better receiver than one of those, you're not getting the deal done. And it's almost impossible to give up a top 10 running back at this point because they're like, Diamonds in the rough at this point. Yeah, because <laughs> so, running backs because the luck. wide receivers are so much more consistent. This they year, are. It seems like so, at least the top tier, the top tier of wide receivers are more consistent than the top tier of running backs. Um, so but, it's really uh, hard to get those top tiers. I would love receivers. to have more conversations with you, Pap uh, Jap, on our Discord server. Man, go to uh, fantasy6pack.net slash plans and uh, and join and and jump in that Discord. We can talk. A bunch of us can talk talk you through this. And uh, hopefully get you to get a, a deal done to upgrade your team. But it doesn't feel like receivers where you need to get it done. But um, I could be wrong. So, all right, man, let's move right. on here to your next question. That's Mike. all right. We'll get the receivers done right here because this is the last question we have for him. All right. <laughs> a lot of Drake London owners are worried after that one target performance last week. You have Drake London, three spots above the consensus. You know, not a big deal. Still above the consensus at wide receiver 32. Still in that wide receiver three territory. You know, bottom of the barrel type of wide receiver three. Are you really confident he can finish there with, you know, only getting one target last week? And we know that this offense, I mean, even with the the game script in their favor, they did not want to throw the ball 13 times with Mariota last week, and they trailed by more than uh, two possessions for majority of the game against the Bengals. And I'm pretty sure nah. they finished the game. It's been it's been a possessions. weird it's been a weird ride for Drake. Um, riding high after the first what three weeks, couple touchdowns, saw tons of targets, getting 60. Plus Even yards. saw a bunch of targets the next two weeks just didn't really work out for whatever reason. And the last two weeks has been bad, man. They've decided without Cordero Patterson, they will turn into a run-heavy offense. Okay. Sure. (laughs) So I don't know, man. Do I feel good about it? No projections and, you know, say that's kind of where he should fall. So he's – But, I mean, Carolina – Look, Carolina's a better – matchup than San Francisco and Cincy are. So that's yep. kind of what you're hoping for. Um, Eighth most to wide receivers. But again, you know, maybe, maybe you need to rethink it a little bit and, and think, okay, it's, it's a good matchup, but it might, this might be just both teams are going to run the ball. I don't know. It, this is a weird game where I'm like, I'm not really sure how the game script is going to go. Cause both, both defenses are bad and both offenses are mediocre at best. And so you're going, usually those turn out what? into high scoring games. Right. Right. Reason. Right. That's what I was getting at. Like what's going to win out here, right? It's either going to be the offenses going nuts for no reason. You know, we're going to get like a, a 35 to 38 game and we're going to all yeah. be like, what the hell just happened? 31 to 28. Something <laughs> right. weird like that. Or we're going to get, or we're going to get like an 18 or like a 17 to 12 game. And we're going to be like, yeah. All right. The defense is, I don't I think, feel, gonna, but like offenses suck, but 
Yeah, it, it it's tough with this game. So like you're right now in my rankings, it feels like I'm leaning more toward the offensive players kind of outperforming the defenses because of what you said. Yep. Right? Kind of how these games usually work out is they're higher scoring than you expect. Um So yeah, it it's tough, man. Um well, I was I was just gonna say. I mean, Drake London's kind of you know, in my eyes, the rest of the season he's boom or bust, kind of like this matchup between the Carolina Panthers and the Falcons. It's it's either gonna be boom, or it's gonna be bust when it comes to the scoring. It's either gonna be a lot or a little. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can move on then yep. to our tight end question. Finish off here. All right. Do-do-do. All right. I, I wrote you two, but they'll be quick here. Kyle Pitts, yep. tight end 12. Just barely a tight end one scraping that, you know, position. You have him three spots below the consensus, which I give you credit for doing that. Um, are you finally out on the superstar as a top five option for the rest of the season, even though he was drafted as it? I'll be honest. He's like, I put him 12. Fair point. I'm done. against it. Yeah, I'm I, done until he shows it to me, and it's got to be multiple weeks. Can't be he caught three passes for 40 yards and a touchdown. He's got to put together some good games consistently for me to move him back up. He is not startable at this point. Literally, I get the same question every week on Discord: Taysom Hill or Del- or Kyle Pitts, and it's going to be Taysom Hill for a long time. The reason being <laughs> is that yes, Taysom Hill may not outperform Pitts, but the Point is that the Taysom Hill ceiling is far higher than Kyle Pitts at this point. Yeah, no, I, I mean, kind of brings me to my next question here because I, I was going to ask you after I asked these two questions, who would you rather have, kind of rest of the season? But Greg Dulcich, man, has bursted onto the scene, you know, with Albert Albert O kind of failing at his position in, in the uh, Denver. Um, you have him at tight end 14. Can you see this ranking continue to improve, or do you think he's reached his ceiling uh, in Denver? This might be it right now for him. He's going to fall into that you know, 12 to 16 range, maybe 18 range, depending on you know the matchups. And you know, I think we still have a, a little more we need to learn what if it is really going to be Russ, you know, how him and Dulcich will will play together, or if it's going to be Ripian a little more, how he how they're going to play. Now Ripian obviously like hyper targeted Dulcich a bunch, but it didn't yeah. equate to a touchdown. Russ targeted him three times, two for a touchdown. One was like a forty one yard bomb, and then one was a three yard catch. So it, it's tough to say, right? So, um, but that that range of tight end is sort of like whatever at this point. He's got a little more upside. Than, than some of the others like Ingram, even, you know, in- Ingram seeing targets, but you know, not doing much with them. Ingram's kind of just, you know, he's been pretty steadily, you know, in that range of where I've got him ranked. So that that's what it is. So tight ends right. are very, my tight end rankings are, I've been like, <laughs> I've been like top 10 a couple of weeks. I've been like, bottom 50 a few weeks because it is so chaotic once you get yeah. even like even the top guys haven't performed you know some some weeks but like you get into that like 
you, know, you you miss on a Will Disley who scores a touchdown, but somebody was like, oh, I really like Will Disley this week for some reason. So they put him at 10, and he scores a touchdown. So it's like they win. It's like that's crazy. Like why ever people would actually rank Will Disley that almost, high makes no sense. People, I think people just do it just to do it. And, it almost it feels like ranking tight ends is like placing a bet for an anytime touchdown on a tight end. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that, that's a, that's a great, that's a great call. Uh, I do want to, I do want to say this, uh, badge app wrote here. Uh, thanks for the advice. Got enough running backs. McCaffrey, Mostert, Connor, Jamal Williams Probably. and Daryl Henderson. But again, the players that are interested in Connor and Williams don't want to give up the receivers. And I get that because Connor and Williams, Connor hasn't performed. Williams is going to lose value as soon as Swift comes back, Swift which might be this back. week. Yep. So, yes, you will not get a better receiver than what you have from those two. And honestly, you don't have, in my opinion, the depth at running back that you do at receiver. Although I only know your top three receivers, but you're not gonna you, your your and, depth at running back. You know you've got McCaffrey and Mostert, who we think are, are you know really good. Although Mostert's kind of hit or miss. Connor Williams and Henderson are serviceable. Your top three receivers are really good. So the you, one way. The one way I can see you actually going out and getting a trade to get a receiver that would be better, and I have would really be trading a receiver it. and one of those running backs. Is trading Jalen Hurts? I really mm. think because no. besides, I, I know do you it. don't want to. I wouldn't do it. You don't. That's do the it. way. I, that's the way I can only see him getting a better receiver than getting. Than I think what you Brown do is you trade like you you trade. You know, if you really would, but I, it, it would again. It would be a longer conversation that we could have on Discord or whatever. Uh, but you know, you could you could you could dangle a lave out there and with a Jamal Williams, who I think will lose a ton of value here in the next week. Um so you trade you you dangle those two and maybe you can get a Tyreek. That's a big I mean if, if you want to if you, you want to that, that's that just route, a name. I was thinking like a top ten guy, right? That's if you want to go that if. route, you're probably smarter going out and finding the DeAndre Swift owner and targeting them with that trade. I don't even no, yeah, maybe. Because maybe. of the handcuff potential. Yeah, maybe. All right, let's finish off here with injuries. We're running really long, so I'm just going to rip through these. Uh, quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, not the starter anyway, not a big deal. I love how AJ added these in here, that, and they didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so we'll go to the ones that can't, that matter. Russell Wilson, hamstring questionable. He says he's good to go. Was it a hamstring or was it a shoulder? Oh, it was a shoulder. It was, it was the shoulder at first, but now it's a hamstring. Oh jeez! All right, anyway, he's questionable. He says he's ready to go, but we're gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, he was doing he was doing high knees on the plane to London. So he's oh my god, pissed off his entire team. Russ Russ has got some issues, man. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Rodgers thumb questionable, limited practice. I think we'll play him. Tannehill, same thing. Ankle, limited practice. James Conner, as we just talked about, and Daryl Williams knee rib and knee injury, limited practice. That's actually a positive for both of them. Um, Yeah. Sounds like they're on track to play this week. So, you know, Benjamin I mean, owners, managers. Yeah, I don't know. It it's interesting. That was there. a game time decision, in my opinion, because yeah. that's the way usually how James Conner goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chuba Hubbard uh, ankle. 
Uh, These are all Thursday practices. Yeah, questionable. He did not practice today, so he's trending down. So, again, as you asked me about that question with those two guys, this would be a big big reason to, you know, change those rankings. Uh, Zeke Elliott, knee and thigh, questionable, didn't practice. I have Pollard very high in my rankings because I kind of think Zeke's out. Uh, He just doesn't sound like he's ready to go. Uh, Josh Jacobs, foot, questionable, limited practice. I haven't got any, you know, nothing major. This, it, this doesn't, it doesn't been, sound, it doesn't sound like uh, he's yeah. gonna sit, but you know, we we will see. Obviously, uh, Mostert, Raheem Mostert, knee questionable. He's been questionable for the last like four weeks when he's played. I, I just hope we get a better result than we've gotten the last couple of weeks because it's been pretty pretty mediocre since he's you know, been his, salvaged his, by touchdowns. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, it, it, two out of three weeks, okay. Um, Minnesota game was was not so great, but uh, yeah, he he's a startable guy. Robert receivers, Amon Ron, St. Brown, concussion, limited practice. We don't know yet. Lazard, shoulder. Uh, I put doubtful. It's still questionable, but I'm putting doubtful because Lazard came out himself and said, "Yeah, I'm probably not playing." So that that's a no go for me. Uh, I don't know who to trust. I, I would have thought Dobbs. But uh, it doesn't seem like it's working very well there. You can go over to Fantasy Six Pack and look at my touches and trends article that I write every Tuesday. And I, I put a uh, there was a, a great tweet I forget by who that I, that I put in there about Dobbs. Uh, you know yards per yards per um, route, yards per catch, and things like that. But like just the fact that he, like his, his arrow is pointing down after we all got really excited about him. On uh, the same team, Sammy Watkins, hamstring and limited practice. Christian Watson, hamstring and limited practice. Nico Collins, groin didn't practice. That's looking bad. Um, Devontae Adams, flu, questionable, didn't practice. Says he expects to play. Obviously, we got a few games, a few days, I mean, so we're going to have to wait and see for that one. That could be tricky. Um, maybe he'll pull Michael Jordan, do the flu game. Okay. Uh, Mac Collins. Heel questionable limited practice. That's noteworthy because of Devontae Adams and tight end Darren Waller. Probably, Waller. you know, especially Waller, probably not playing, it sounds like. Mike Williams for the uh, Chargers ankle. He's out minimum of four weeks. Just as soon as they hope to actually get Keenan Allen back full strength here. Hamstring questionable for Keenan Allen still. No setback last week, so that's good to know. But uh they just, you know, they they held him in check a little bit just to make sure he didn't re-injure it. Jalen Waddle, yeah. shoulder, questionable limited practice. Michael Thomas for the Saints, foot didn't practice. Same story. Debo, as I mentioned earlier, hamstring didn't practice today, so that's not looking good. Uh, Tyler Lockett hamstring limited practice today, but DK Metcalf, as I mentioned, knee questionable, didn't practice. So that that's a big one, man. Like, oof. I know that offense has been you know firing pretty well this year, but you lose DK. What do you think that does to that team? Uh, turns them into more run heavy team with Kenneth Walker coming out yeah. coming onto the scene, especially if you I, got a banged up Tyler Lockett. I agree. Um. And then Dotson for the Commandos, 
hamstring. He's out already, so we are done with that. Over to tight ends. Hayden Hurst, as you mentioned, was a, a hot pickup if somehow possible on in your league. Also dealing with injuries, so you know, it might not work out, but it sounds like he'll be yes. okay. Um Devin Joku ankle didn't practice. They're saying there's a chance it's a high ankle sprain, but like it's a Monday night game. It's brutal. You're going to have to find an alternative there. I mean, if you really want to hold two tight ends, go get his backup. But, um, and I'm blanking on the backup name right now, but, um, Oh, uh, Harrison Bryant. Yeah. Harrison Bryant, I guess go get him. If you really want to rely on the Joku, cause I know he's been killing it this year, but, uh, they do play Monday night, so you're not going to be able to have you know earlier alternatives, which which sucks. But I, I just wouldn't rely on it. If you can find somebody better than Harrison Bryant as your alternative, then I would do it. I was able to somehow find Hayden Hurst. So like I said, if you can, if you cow, get man. lucky, if you can get a Hayden Hurst, go and get that's, Hayden Hurst. That's crazy. Uh, Dalton Schultz, who played last week and played pretty well, um. Still dealing with the knee, back. limited practice. TJ Hawkinson, knee, questionable, limited practice. Darren Waller, as I already mentioned. Logan Thomas, calf, questionable, limited practice. My guess is that Schultz, Hawk, and that's it, play. Hayden Hurst play, sorry. I think yeah, Hurst, Schultz, Schultz Hurst, and Hawkinson Hawk. play. The Joku, Waller, and Thomas probably don't play. That's kind of been the trend. Yeah, so. really has. All righty, man. Uh, I want to thank you, Mike, for stepping in for AJ. Um, and I know, but job you have uh, one wide receiver bench are Alec, Pierce, Pickens, and Random. Yeah, you do not need receiver help, man. You you need to kind of, if anything, to me, you need to boost your second. You, you, uh, it, this, this must be like an eight team league. This is why he's looking for like just total. No, it's 10. It's 10. Was it? Did he say 10? Oh, 10 team yeah. family league. Uh, I don't know, man. He's, he's got good, he's got good players. I don't know. You have great depth at the wide Maybe go after, position. maybe go after a better tight end with something like you've got good depth. You could go after a better tight end or something. I don't know. Again, this is a, you need to join discord, man. Come after us, hit us up. We can have this conversation off air. Uh, this could be literally like a 30 minute conversation that I can't do on a, on a live show, unfortunately, but, uh, good luck, man. I hope we helped you at least a little bit. Uh, but that being said, Mike, uh, we are looking at a Ravens win here. Most likely 27, 16 with a minute 40 left. The Broncos are driving the ball right now, at least on my screen. I think you're a little ahead of me. I think you just said Broncos. I did say Broncos bucks. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, I'm so used to seeing the Broncos on stupid Thursday night television, right? Um, but yeah, no, they still have the ball. So first and 10 for me, but, uh, yeah, this is going to be be garbage points. It's going to be a Ravens win. This will be garbage time. So, all right, man, that's it for me. See y'all next week and good luck in week eight. Good luck.